0: Hey podcast listeners, we're back with yet another episode of the Now That We're a Family podcast. And in today's episode, Katie are going to be talking about a tool that we, we heard, we kind of were taught this tool by Katie's father, Chad Johnson. And this is something that he uses as strategic coach uh, to really give his clients, his business clients, confidence. And I don't know about you folks, but confidence is something that I always enjoy having in different areas of my life, whether that's in my marriage, in business, in parenting, in my walk with the Lord, I like having confidence and having this security of walking, like I said, in confidence. It's a great thing. And so Katie and I are going to share with you this tool uh, that we use when we're lacking confidence to help us regain confidence or just gain confidence for the first time in a specific area of life. Uh, if any of you folks are new to the podcast, welcome. Katie and I love meeting new people. And so if you're able to introduce yourselves via Instagram or YouTube, we would love to know who you are. Katie's on Instagram at Now That I'm a Mother, and I'm on Instagram at Now That I'm a Father. And that's probably the best way to get in touch with either one of us. And if you do enjoy this podcast, we would love it if you left a rating or a review, preferably a five star rating if you're going to leave a rating. Uh, And if you have the time to write a review, we love reading those as well. But with that said, we're going to get this episode going. Hey, I'm Elisha Vogtberg.
1: And I'm his wife, Katie.
0: Katie and I both grew up in big families that were fun, impactful, and relationship rich.
1: Now that we're a family of our own with two young children and our third on the way... There's nothing that excites us more than seeing what God can do through the family unit.
0: We're so excited as you're joining us on this podcast as we dive into what the Bible says about marriage, children, parenting, money, sex, careers, roles, and so much more. Katie, are you ready?
1: Let's go! So I'm really excited about this episode today because I just feel like confidence is so vital in every area of life that you can have it. It just makes life so much more enjoyable. And what I love about this tool that we're going to be talking about that Elisha mentioned is, well, we heard it from my dad who heard it from Strategic Coach, which is a big Company. How would you describe it, Elisha? Elisha?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think they coach, I mean, I know they coach entrepreneurs.
1: Like high profile entrepreneurs. Yeah.
0: So Dan Sullivan is the founder of Strategic Coach and he's the main coach there and it's a company that not only your father has been coached by but he now works for strategic coach as one of their coaches
1: yes and so growing up daddy was always sharing the tools that he learned from strategic coach and i learned about the four c's years and years and years and years ago and what i love about this tool is that you take full responsibility for growing in confidence and i think that confidence, our confidence can be affected by a lot of different things. Like it can be affected by what someone has said about us, Mm -hmm. or it can be affected by our perception of what people think about us. Um, There are so many different variables to why we feel insecure in certain areas or why we might feel confident in others. Maybe we've been affirmed in certain areas. Mm -hmm. But what I love about the four C's is is you can gain confidence in any area of life that you choose to gain confidence in. And it's a hundred percent reliant on whether you decide you want confidence in a certain area or not. Mm-hmm. So I just like how it puts the full responsibility on me because then I'm, I can change it.
0: Right. Yeah. The, the ball's in your court, so to speak. Yes, and exactly. And you're able to take action. Yes. Yeah, so okay. As Katie briefly mentioned, this tool that we're going to be talking about is called the four C's. And it's because it's really four steps to gaining courage, and the last C in the four Cs is courage.
1: Well, it's four steps to gaining confidence.
0: Oh yeah, confidence! Dang it, I gave away one. Of gave those,
1: away one it's... of the Cs. That's, oh man. Okay. Well, it's we are going to get there anyways. Okay. So picture in your mind as we're going through this a circle, and confidence is at twelve o'clock. Okay. Okay. So let's start with that.
0: So we start at confidence.
1: Well, that's the end goal. The
0: end goal is confidence. And it's
1: also a great starting point, too. It is. And we're going to get into that a little bit later.
0: Nice. Okay. So, the first C in the four C's is commitment. You have to be able to commit to whatever it is you want to see growth in and ultimately find confidence in. And so, you know, we can use, I guess, our marriage as an example because you are committed to one another in marriage. Mm -hmm. And when we, you know, set our vows on the wedding day, we are making this commitment. Now we weren't even that confident in marriage at the time.
1: Not at all. At all. We, <laughs> Not we didn't. At
0: all. We, there was so much room for us to grow in, and and yet we were committed. So commitment is the first step in the four C's. And what's another example, Katie? That like commitment. Well,
1: just plain real quick off of that whole marriage thing that you said, it was crazy how I didn't expect to feel this, but you know you go from dating and then you up that level of committing to being engaged, but after we set our, I do's and our vows. I felt so much security in our relationship. because It was crazy how overnight, just that one step of committing, it felt so different. And like, I couldn't verbalize what it was, but I gained confidence just through that. And, and what you thought of me, that you were willing to commit to me and just thinking like, wow, this is a long-term thing, Mm -hmm. you know, we're committed. And now, yeah, we have these other areas we need to work on, but I don't know. It was just really huge for me. Yeah. And the cool Feelings thing here.
0: Yeah. The, com- that commitment of marriage is a very big statement too, because you, you have a wedding ceremony. There's this ceremony that is declaring your commitment to each other, you know, and mm-hmm. holy matrimony. And so it's a very public commitment that you're making to one another. And I think that the more you can find ways, if it's because c- marriage is a huge category in life, but if, mm-hmm. if there's a smaller category that you want to commit in, maybe it's physical fitness. You think, okay, I'm going to commit to exercising three days a week, or I'm going to commit to drinking you know, a certain level of water every day so that I'm healthier. Uh, just kind of saying it in your head is one thing, and maybe you're so self-motivated and you're so you know concerned with, I guess, not letting yourself down. That self-commitment is worth it. But the more you can find ways to make that commitment kind of public- or find some accountability, I think the better.
1: So I do this all the time. Um, Another kind of like personality tool or whatever my dad uses, I'm not going to get into it, but I learned at a young age that I'm not that great at following through with things. I'm great at starting them. I have a really hard time finishing things out. So that said, I didn't give myself just a free pass to start things my whole life and never finish them. I just needed to be a little bit more creative. So I Honestly, started YouTube. One big reason was accountability. Hmm. Like anytime I'm doing a cleaning video on my house, that's accountability for me to clean my house. Hmm. Um, another just area is I use Instagram for this a lot, and almost all of us have Instagram, but I will tell my friends, whoever, on Instagram, on a story. I'm going to meal prep tonight and I'm going to show you guys how I do it right now when I'm tired. There's people counting on me and there's people who are going to be like, hey, where are the meal prep stories? Like I never saw them. Wow. Right. So in any area of life, that's a great way. If you don't have maybe a friend in person or someone really close or maybe that friend is like. Oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Pretty easy on you. Yeah. You know, like if you need someone to like really hold you accountable, um, sometimes getting, telling a big group of people, something holds you more accountable.
0: Sure. Yeah. So that's another, just, those are kind of two examples of that first C, the commitment, the big example being marriage, the commitment in marriage, and then maybe a less, you know, smaller example, which could go into many categories maybe Mm -hmm. your commitment to save a certain amount of money every month or your commitment to read a certain number of books Mm -hmm. every month but you commit you make that commitment so that's the first c
1: is yeah is commit
0: is commit yeah and that's kind of that first step towards finding confidence in a certain area because the goal is still having confidence in that area so after the first c what's the second c katie
1: Okay. The second C is courage. Mm -hmm. So that's the one that Elisha mentioned. And it always takes courage after you commit. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many of you guys can relate to this, but I know Elisha and I can relate to getting so fired up about something. And we just like talk about it. We brainstorm, we hash it out. Like, okay. One version of committing is getting pregnant, Wow! right? Like you're committed. This baby's coming in nine months. And then It takes so much courage to become a parent. It takes courage to take that next step. And often that's like, if you commit, just, okay, let's say this. After you commit, expect to feel like that sick feeling in the pit of your stomach. Like, oh my goodness, I can't just believe I committed to this.
0: Sure. Once that initial emotional high subsides and the reality sinks in and what's before you, there's usually almost that temptation to feel dis- despair.
1: Yeah, or to feel like, oh, that was a bad idea. Yeah. I'm going to do something else. Right. And we let ourselves down or other people down. Right. And as a result, we feel more insecure.
0: Yes, you're right. It, it does the opposite, uh, you know, as opposed to giving you more confidence. You become more insecure in that area because you had made this commitment. And then when the going gets tough, which it always does in any topic of value, in any category, value, there's going to be a challenge involved. Mm -hmm. And when you hit that challenge and you don't have courage and and you just kind of let the, I guess, friction push you down, then you're going to be that much more insecure. I mean, I can actually speak to an area right now that's still an insecurity for me. Okay. What is it? I I didn't tell you I was going to. this. It's personal. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, it's not not that personal. Uh, But it's my ability to wake up first thing in the morning And you know this, Katie, I talk to you about it all the time. It's a big time insecurity of of mine um, because I I would say maybe 60% of the time, 70% of the time, Mm -hmm. I've got a really good morning routine where I wake up when my alarm goes off. But again, I've got this desire that I want to be able to commit to waking up at what time I say I'm waking up at. And then when the alarm goes off, I just, I get up. I you know I've made the commitment so therefore I take that courage in the morning when I feel tired when I th- when I start thinking it was a really bad idea to set my alarm at that hour um and so that's an area that I still lack confidence in um for me that I know I can gain confidence in I think if I follow through with the 4 Cs
1: Yeah I think that's an important thing to mention is like at any stage in this like 4 C journey if you don't make it past the next one it's like you slip further behind because yeah. you tell yourself like, I failed, yeah. I failed. And so that can just be, you know, super unhealthy on our yeah. brain. Like, yeah. got to push through. But I think of this, like even with the alarm thing, mm-hmm. it takes, um, this is a concept my mom told me about and she said she got it from Darren Hardy. So, you know, there's like a chain of people who have shared this. So I don't know if I'm getting it totally right, but it's that 90 seconds of courage. It's a mm. concept. And that concept is so often... It only takes ninety seconds of courage to take that next step, or maybe mm. it's. Elisha was saying it's twenty seconds of courage. I,
0: I think I've heard different time frames, but
1: but twenty seconds. I feel like in most con- case scenarios, twenty seconds yeah. is all it takes. Yeah,
0: I think of when the alarm goes off in the morning, and twenty seconds. If I if I just can commit twenty seconds, to, I turn the alarm off and I get out of bed and I make it to the bathroom and I wash my face. Then I'm like off and running usually. Yeah. You know, it's like that walk to the bathroom. It's that 20 seconds uh, and that's all it takes. And I mean, definitely it's the same when it comes to, I feel like, business or having a hard conversation. You think of hard conversations between you and me. Yes. You know, when there's just tension built up in our marriage and there's frustration and mm-hmm. we are, we both maybe feel distant from the other. We might feel a little bit hurt and somebody's got to take, somebody's got to have to have courage
1: Maybe it's nine seconds of courage. <laughs> I <don't
0: know>. Sometimes <laughs> I in a marriage. I feel like it's
1: only nine seconds. Like literally like it takes nine seconds of courage to be like, I hate the way the situation is right now. Like I need to say, I'm sorry. Right. You know, like that takes courage sometimes. Yes.
0: And it's like you just feel everything melt away. Like that tension. Yes. Yeah.
1: Or explain maybe why you're hurt. Mm-hmm. I think even yesterday I had, there was like this random case. I was just looking at me. Should I explain what happened or no? Well,
0: I think you probably should now, now that everybody's wondering. going
1: to go into detail. Should I just tell the story?
0: Yeah, but not, not in detail.
1: Okay. So basically, Elisha had left the house and he told me he would be home in about half an hour. He was going to meet up with a friend. And so I had other expectations for our afternoon and then like the time just kind of like clicked on past. Again, I didn't communicate these expectations. I wanted to surprise Elisha. So I didn't communicate these expectations. And he ended up, I think I texted him like an hour later or something. And I was like, what's your ETA? Yeah.
0: Well, it actually wasn't. It was about 39 minutes later <laughs> okay
1: so are you serious yeah. is that the only difference
0: it was because i went back because because you were so upset <laughs> i was like oh, my goodness what did i do and i went back and looked at the time frame of like when i left and but totally you, you
1: got back over an hour later is when i you got, got back home.
0: i got back 40 f- almost 50 minutes later
1: okay yeah. we're splitting hairs here but anyways he got back quite a bit later to me for what you know, I expected than he had planned. But that said, I felt really stupid that I had, you know, planned something and I had gotten so excited about it and I felt dumb communicating those things to Elisha. Mm -hmm. So he got home and I was just in a bad mood. He couldn't figure out why. I was just saying a bunch of random things that came to my mind (laughs) and he was just like, what on earth? Like, you don't seem like you want to solve the problem here. Anyways, and it took those seconds of courage fill in the blank let's call it nine seconds of courage to communicate to him why i felt upset Mm -hmm. and i was embarrassed that i felt upset and i didn't want to tell him why but that just instantly resolved all the tension yeah in our in our relationship so anyways maybe just explaining why you're hurt it takes only a couple of seconds of courage to, like, decide to jump off a cliff, you know? Yeah, that's into right. Into water, into water. Yeah. If, like if That's you're jump- what right. we like to do that. So that's what yeah. I was talking about.
0: Katie grew up jumping. Like, her father really encouraged them to stretch their comfort zone with jumping off cliffs into water.
1: Yeah, but it only takes, like, a few seconds of courage, like you said, to, like, to dial, a, dial the phone.
0: Yeah, if I'm calling a client, you know, or I'm calling on an expired listing, it's nerve-wracking because you might get, you know, rejected. You might get somebody being upset at you. Uh, but the courage only takes a few seconds
1: because the reason why you don't have to remain courageous is because at that point, momentum kicks in and something else is holding you accountable. Yeah. So like you jump off a cliff into water, you're falling.
0: Yeah. Gravity's taking over. You can't go back.
1: Like you say something to your spouse that you've wanted to say, now you're in it. Yep. That's right. They're, they're holding you accountable or the same thing with a phone call. So anyways, just with that courage piece, I guess, after you commit, I always now expect that, like, gut-wrenching, okay, now I need to take that first step. Yes. That just requires a few seconds of courage.
0: Yes. And not to stay on the this second C too long, but I'd say Katie and I are in this stage with our move right now. Yes. We committed to moving up here to Washington State for me to start this new job. You know, we moved into a new apartment And we made the commitment, and I think we are well aware of the fact that we would have to have courage at a certain point. We were stoked when we made the commitment. Oh, yeah. I mean, everything- We made
1: this decision back in May.
0: Yes. And emotionally, we were just all in, excited about the prospect. And there still is excitement there, but it's some of those, the reality of change, you know, the reality of getting into the nitty gritty of life is Mm -hmm. definitely hitting us here. And it's just requiring courage.
1: Yeah. Definitely, that's a good that's a good point. We're yeah. here right now, folks. Yeah. <laughs> so there's so many new things. Yeah, we're we're trying to grow in confidence in. So what's the third C?
0: So the third C is capabilities. Now this is something that I've really missed out on in my life because I haven't followed through with the courage aspect. I think uh, I've lacked confidence. Uh, for a lot of my life, actually, when I was younger and a teenager, and into my young adult life i 've lacked confidence in various areas and it's simply because i don 't think I had the follow through to get through that that second c the courage and you know you could even as instead of courage, you could say discipline or you could say steadfastness but it 's really just stick with itness you know what that 's what that second c is and I had lacked that in in much of my life because there's nothing really making me Stick with it. Mm -hmm. You know, when when you're a single guy and there's not that much, you don't need that much money in your life, you can kind of jump from job to job to job. And when it gets hard or when it gets boring or when it's really requiring, you know, a lot of you, you just kind of move on to the next job. Mm -hmm. And you have the excitement of a new job to keep you engaged. And it wasn't until we were married and we had a child that I realized I need to push through some of these mental roadblocks. So, you know, with the excitement of a new job, I, you know, I'd be there and there'd be a lot of energy. And then as is inevitable, there'd be the, the kind of the drop and that emotional high would come, would be, come down. But yet I had a wife and I had a child and there was no option but to stick with it. And through sticking through that second C, having courage and sticking with it, then I was able to acquire capabilities that mm-hmm. third C. And yeah, which is always so again, you know, you start getting pretty close to that confidence because yeah. you committed, you had courage, and then all of a sudden you've got capabilities now. You you were able to find the right tools and you're able to find the right connections to start having some success in whatever it is you're doing in marriage or in child training or in your profession.
1: Yeah. I just, I love that third C capabilities because it gets so exciting right there because When you have those capabilities, that is when you're confident now because you feel like you can successfully do whatever you're setting out to do um, in, in different areas of life.
0: Yes. And coming back to marriage, we committed to one another and we've had to have courage numerous times in our marriage because... We would there'd be those moments where I'd come home in the evening and we're looking at each other, like, "Who is this person? Yes, that I married why well, this is not who I remember marrying, and then we, now we don't know why the other person's upset, and we don't even know how to get it started, but you stick with it through courage, and then you grow in capabilities to have those conversations. you know what to say and what not to say you exactly. you have just experience to draw from,
1: and you yeah, go ahead yeah, yeah, I mean, I cut you off, you're saying good things um I'm thinking. Like you were saying in um, marriage and also in child training, you see older parents and they, especially if they've raised their children well, and they have worked to commit to raising their children well, they've had that courage when it came to having the hard conversations with their kids or with with disciplining or stuff like that. And then they get these capabilities. And like, I look at my parents with my six-year-old sister, they are not stressed out about my six-year-old sister. They're, they're going through, they're checking her heart, they're taking care of her, they're nurturing her, they're making sure she's engaged with things. But they just have that history of capability when it comes to child rearing. Mm-hmm. They've led 10 children through a six-year-old stage. Yeah. And they just aren't as stressed out as I'm sure, like, I'm going to be when Leon's six. Sure. You know? Because yeah. everything's new. and. So anyways, I just, I think that's another area where you could see that. Yep. And you can sometimes lean on someone else's capabilities to help you get your own.
0: Yep. And what's interesting is I even think this capabilities thing really applies to my walk with the Lord. And it sounds like such a, like, um, I don't know, it sounds like a funny word. Capabilities sounds like a funny word to bring into a spiritual conversation or your, or your walk with the Lord. But in reality, I think that I've experienced this time and time again with my walk with the Lord, to have confidence in my walk with the Lord, where you've com- I've committed my ways into the Lord. Mm-hmm. But as human beings, it's not our commitment, really, that is what we can stand on. It's God's faithfulness. It's his commitment to us. It's mm-hmm. He He's the one that finished the work, and it's his faithfulness that we can rest on. But we commit to the Lord. We have courage in fighting off temptation and fighting off doubt and trying to stay the course with the Lord. And then over time, you do kind of come up with these capabilities that are almost like tactics, Mm -hmm. you know, to keep your faith, I guess, on the right track and to keep it alive. And those tactics can be when you feel, you know, oppressed, you go away to a quiet place and you just get before the Lord, Mm -hmm. or you sing and praise and worship to the Lord, or you open his word and just commit your eyes and your mind to his Bible and you go to him in prayer or you cast your cares upon him. You've got Bible verses memorized. That you can just mechanically say, knowing that the words themselves have value and they have power in the words themselves. Whether or not you think your heart's in it, you know that the words are from the Lord above and that you can quote those with confidence.
1: Yeah, that makes me think of a women's group I was a part of. And a couple of the the ladies were sharing that when they were in difficult times in their lives, they were so grateful that they had stored the Lord's word away in their heart and it hmm. just really ministered to them. They had that capability that they were able to draw on when they were, you know, going through a dark season. Yes. And I think you know it can be so exciting. I'm in this place right now. We're at the beginning of the year. You know, I committed to the scripture memory and then it, then it took courage. It takes courage to get up before the kids do every morning and yeah. actually do it. Right. And I'm at a place where I need to push through that because I want those capabilities. Yes. I want to have his word hidden in my heart. You me know too. I want to pray consistently with the Lord yep. so that I do know that he's hearing me and that, like, because I'm close with him yep. and that I can hear from him. Because, yes. I mean, it does take, it is a capability, I feel like, to be able to hear from the Lord yes. and to be able to shut other noises out yes. and to be able to focus and know if what he's saying is truly from him or just like an emotion you know
0: right yeah some of those i guess i guess commands that were given to set your mind on things above or the promise that if we draw near to god he will draw near to you it's like you can learn how to do that how do i set my mind on things above how do like you said how do i drown out these noises that are all around me from the world and really have that singular focus on god's word and on what he's saying and I feel like it's like a muscle you grow in that capability to do it.
1: Yeah, and I think it's so important though that we're always growing our capabilities. And so this is kind of fun. It, both of us, okay, let's say an area this month that we that we're growing in confidence in. You and I. You and Can me, you think of one? What's one you're growing in? Oh, I think for me, it's, it's this in.
0: business that I'm doing with my dad. It's working for my dad um, in his real estate business. You know, I'm I'm. This is my second week in the business and I've committed to my dad, you know, for a year. So the commitment's there. It was for my it was to my dad. It was kinda it was in writing. And so the commitment's taken care of. Now it's requiring courage at this point because the excitement's kind of worn off. The reality of having to learn the ins and outs of this business are starting to sink in.
1: Yeah, you're having to have courage every day. Yeah, I because I'm like... kind of
0: overwhelmed every day with what I don't know about this business. And I feel like I'm going to break it, you know, and I feel like I'm going to just, <laughs> you know, sink it into the ground. <laughs> no,
1: you are going to do awesome. <laughs> but
0: I'm definitely in the stage of courage right now and needing courage in this business. But what's great is I know that capabilities will come from this. Maybe it'll be months from now or years from now, maybe, maybe even weeks from now. I'll have capabilities and from that I'll be able to have confidence in this job.
1: Yeah, and I think for me it's like taking care of three kids. Like mm. we've committed, we have them. Yep. Um but I feel like I'm needing to take those steps of courage every day. Yes. In knowing how to plan my days out, you know, how to structure my day so I can become a capable mother of three because wow. there's definitely a lot of moments where I just want to, you know, melt in a puddle instead yep. of taking that next step of courage Yes, to, to grow my capabilities. Yes.
0: I would say I'm there with you because I think it was just Friday night. It was a couple nights ago mm-hmm. where we had m- probably more of an overwhelmed feeling than we've had maybe our whole marriage. With
1: definitely the, when it comes to being parents. Yeah.
0: With the three kiddos and they, they weren't sleeping well. And I mean,
1: I think the problem is is we built up in our minds we had these you know we don't have internet here at the house we aren't watching things during the week and we thought you know it's it's gonna be friday night we're gonna rent a movie it's gonna be relaxing and enjoyable and our kiddos didn't want to watch the movie they ended up staying up super late you know so i think we had these built up expectations and they're like are we never gonna have a relaxing evening again yeah because i think it was easier midweek to be like okay, if these evenings aren't relaxing, that's okay.
0: Yeah, but I don't know about you. When we felt that feeling of of being overwhelmed and that, I I remember it wasn't, I didn't feel like a victim. I was like, no, we made this commitment. Mm -hmm. God gave us these children. We're committed to being their parents. And I wasn't just going to, I don't know about you, but I wasn't just going to settle in my brain that it was just going to be a hard season and just kind of be like, okay, well, there goes our quality of life, or there goes growth, or there goes ever feeling joy again. (laughs) No. Um, We didn't call a night nanny in. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, we're committed to this. We need some courage right now. And I was, even at that point, feeling overwhelmed. I was, and I still am. I think that capabilities will come with the parenting of three children.
1: They've even come. We've made some changes over the last few days. Yes. Sometimes it doesn't take that long, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. Um, But I do think, so Elijah and I are both trying to grow currently from places of more insecurity than confidence. I think we're taking steps in these areas. But what's cool is that we also need to be taking steps to continue that upward spiral, starting with confidence. So, for instance, I feel really confident in our marriage right now. Mm -hmm. I think we have a good set of capabilities We're able to work through a lot of stuff, but we haven't done, we, we committed when we got married to doing some kind of marriage workshop or retreat or something once a year. Yeah. And just because of the nature of life, you know, we did that the first two years and we're on our third year and we haven't done that yet. You're
0: right. We better do that soon.
1: And so I'm just thinking, okay, maybe, you know, we have a lot of trips coming up that are not, I don't want to take that time away from the kids necessarily because we are already taking some trips away from the kids. So I'm just thinking now, like we should probably get a maybe a DVD series yeah. or something that we can go through. Sure,
0: an online course at night or when we're here. Yes,
1: yeah, because like I always want to be. I need to recommit to something to growing our marriage. Yes, and I want to be taking new steps of courage in our marriage, so that we're gaining new capabilities. Yes, because if we just stay in that phase of confidence, I think honestly, that's where a lot of divorces happen. It's oh, because yeah nothing's ever static, right? Right. It's either shrinking or growing. We've yeah. all heard that, but just in the concept of this circle, if we aren't taking new steps towards confidence and we aren't recommitting, then we can start to lose confidence because we lose touch with each That's other. That's
0: right. Well, and the last thing we want to do is wait to sign up for a marriage retreat or a conference until we feel like we need it. That's yeah. not what you want. That's not the goal. I feel like with these things.
1: No, it's preventative. Cause I mean, Think of it. I think a lot of people just start to lose touch with each other. And Mm -hmm. as they lose touch, they lose those capabilities. Mm -hmm. They aren't recommitting to growth. So maybe they're like, maybe we'd lose the capabilities of communicating through different things. We just start putting them on hold. Like we aren't going to talk through this right right now. We're too busy. We aren't going to talk through this.
0: Yes. We can fully lose these capabilities that we've once gained.
1: Yes. And then once we're no longer doing those things that take courage, You know, we stopped taking those steps of courage in our relationship. I just am thinking, you know, following the circle back down and then, you know, maybe like we aren't trying something different in the bedroom. Like, I feel like that's like a step that can take new courage. Sure. You want to grow your relationship. Yes. Intimately. Right. And like, I can see there have been times in our marriage where I feel like we've just been like, we're confident with this. Yes. But we haven't tried to grow our capability. Yes. Um, or having, like you said, those hard conversations. And then I think as that happens, our commitment to growth just fades. Yes. And we end up becoming yeah, stagnant stagnant, and insecure. Right. Where we were once confident and vibrant, I think yes. couples end up insecure. And, you know, what do you think of me? Or, right. Or, you know, will he accept me as I am? Or will he accept these conversations that I want to have? Or, yes. I don't know. But I just, I just, that was just a thought experiment, I guess I did, is like what if we didn't continue going and growing? Yeah. Um, but I love that Bible verse. I heard it yesterday and I don't know the reference. I just heard it on the radio. Um, but it was saying, I don't even know if this is in context. Okay. <laughs> so, but it's going from like strength to strength. Mm-hmm. You know, that Bible verse that talks about going from strength to strength.
0: Yeah. I think I've heard that a lot. I'm going to put it out. in the
1: notes. If it makes sense, I'm going to put it in the show notes. Um because I just think that's how we should be as believers is going from strength to strength. Hmm. And I want to go from confidence to confidence to confidence mm-hmm. and not always starting from a place of insecurity. Yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah, and I think that with this, growth is, is kind of the goal. You know, growth in our faith, growth in our marriages, growing as parents so that we're growing up our children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And this isn't coming from a place of discontentment. Because I think that that's oftentimes misperceived. People think that if you have this desire to grow and to grow in your capabilities, then you must be content. But that's not the way I see it at all. I'm the most content when I am growing. And I think that oftentimes people will confuse contentment with complacency. And the last thing we want to do is become complacent in our faith or in our marriage because that's just kind of another word for like dying. You know, if you become complacent, it's like it's dying. And I've never been more satisfied in in, in my marriage than I am now. But then I'm remembering that I want to grow our marriage. Mm -hmm. And I think it's not that I'm, again, not satisfied with who I am in the Lord. I, I want my confidence to be in the Lord. But at the same time, I know that he can grow me and he can grow my faith. And so I think it's, you know, you don't want to swing to one on this pendulum, you don't want to swing to one side or the other, but it's walking in faith and you're content in the Lord, but in that contentment, you're motivated to grow and to keep drawing closer to him, drawing closer to your spouse in your work, you know, with whatever you're doing, doing it as Mm -hmm. unto the Lord. Um, and I think that in that mindset, you could have a very abundant and fulfilling life of growth.
1: Yes. I'm glad you brought that up because it's definitely not like a neediness. I don't think the four C's are like, I I'm always reaching for something out of reach it's I think it's the way we were created to live is just growing and yes. building on what the Lord's given us yes it's not bad to want to get better in different areas that's right and you know like I mentioned before maybe professionally and as a mother and as parents Elisha and I are growing from places of Maybe it's more of a pain point yeah. that we're t- making those steps of commitment out uh-huh. of, but in our marriage, I think that we're growing from that step of confidence, yes, and and total contentment, yes, but wanting to grow. Yeah, me too. Anyway, so those are the four C's.
0: Yeah. So we'll just, I mean, because that was, if if you didn't catch what the four C's were, it's commit, courage, capabilities, and then confidence.
1: And picture it in a circle because one leads to the next step. Like they go in that order. You don't get capabilities without committing to something.
0: Right. Good. Cool. The four C's. I like this. This is really good for me to go through, Katie, because like you already said, we're going through needing courage right now in our life in different areas. Yes. And so this is good for us. We're using this tool in real time
1: (laughs) definitely using it in real time thank you guys so much for listening and if you enjoyed this podcast if you would actually screenshot it and share it in your stories on instagram and tag us that would be so cool we love seeing where you're listening who's listening and it's kind of a way that we can interact with you guys and share your feedback with our audience so anyways if you just screenshot the podcast and us in your stories on instagram that'd be really a fun way for us to connect with you
0: all right bye bye